The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here with Carol, Austin, and Steven. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's all right. Good. Some some uh, It's been about. fucking exciting. Yeah. It um, has been an awesome two weeks to be a Horus Heresy player and hobbyist. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what. The Dark Angel transfers are here! Yep. He's so excited. That's the most so exciting excited. thing that's happened all week. <laughs> End of episode. I've been waiting for this for <laughs> and a we're long done. time. Yep. Roll credits. Yep. Good night, everybody. This has been another episode, and uh, we will talk to you later. <laughs> Keep those dice rolling. Thank you to our Patreon. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. First things first. Transfers happened. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. They happened really. You good. better pre-order them, too, because you know they're going to go... Like yeah, wildfire. I, I, oh, yeah. Knowing you, you might want to pre-order yeah. two. So did I did pre-order, pre-order two. two Dark Angel and one Emperor's Children one. Yes, yeah, so the Emperor's Children returned. White Scars got a transfer sheet and the Dark Angels got a transfer sheet. So now I believe that's everybody. Mm. Yeah, that everyone is everybody. except Imperial Militia. No. Solarx. Well, rest in peace. Solarx. Learn how to freehand, noob. <laughs> I know all, how to freehand. They're, they're humans anyway, so whatever. Hey, Solar, and to be fair, Solaxi's got one. Why doesn't the the brave men and women of the Imperial Militia get any? Because they can just use the guard one. <laughs> That's true. Mm. Still waiting on that guard transfer sheet. <sighs> there was one back in the day. Yeah, well, there were a lot of things back in the day. Yep. I don't know. That Krieg transfer sheet might still there be was around. LSD, I didn't realize, still has one. I didn't realize still Krieg most had a transfer sheet. Yeah. All right. Well, well that answers that question. For and me. It's, I guess it's it may as well <laughs> it may as well be printed on gold leaf. For how uh, how jealously guarded the the few surviving ones are. Oh, like, I know. The, Zach uh, has one, and he is almost paralyzed by fear to cut anything out of it. <laughs> well, I know, like the uh, the old Alpha Four size Dark Angels transfer sheet from G- Games Workshop. Like people were selling that by the piece. Jesus. Like, come on! But, they were selling a single transfer. Sometimes if you give they're... nerds something cool and then take it away from them, you can make any other nerd in the world pay anything you want. As someone who <laughs> buys legitimate Battlefleet Gothic models, yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Could have bought a car by now. Right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was the first thing that popped up. Yep. They were real pretty. Friday. And then very awesome nightmare beds popped up. Yeah. The Road to Thrama's Part 3 on yeah. the Warcom It really site. just restokes my up. hatred <laughs> for that once again, we have amazing Legion-specific Terminators, and yet the one guy at Forge World that can't sculpt fur got the Space Wolves. Worst, <laughs> worst Terminator models for the worst Legion. It's yeah, just Austin, that's the way it goes. Kill is, yourself. No, no, this is because the Space Wolves deserve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prospero deserved it. <laughs> 
Hey, at least Pros- at least cool Terminators came out of Prospero. That's that's all not true. Shh, not true. What you got, Fenris? <laughs> Garfield looking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What's wrong? Space wolves hate Mondays? I, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm sorry, John. Just fucking stunned for the first time ever. He's speechless for there for a second. Mm-hmm. If, you throw enough, if you throw enough space wolf insults at the wall, eventually one will stick. Will it? Contacar Terminator Elite. Yes, let's get back when to the 8th Legion needed butchers and murderers of the highest caliber. Because, you know. Or perhaps lowest caliber. I wonder how you measure highest caliber when it comes to murderers and butchers. But you're real good, boss. Yeah, just is it efficiency? Number of bodies no, no, per see, minute? The butcher. Oh, just a com. Yeah? Well, see, it's like in meat plants. It's more impressive. You can say we are killing 32,000 pigs a day or 50,000 pigs. It's just way more impressive the more you do. That's true. <laughs> Quantity has quality also. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. You just have a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> When it comes to he just murder. learned that it's, word. It's more like genocide squaw, if you know what I mean. <laughs> dumb. Uh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> he does it all the time. We're not even drunk Help yet, ladies me. and <laughs> Yeah, choke on that milkshake. <laughs> With recruits taken from Nostrama's ruling elite, they would only fight for leaders. De- yeah, fight for leaders they deemed worthy of their attention. In fact, the, the, the Conqueror's Bad Fur Day would often be dispatched to wrest control from night lords whose commanders brought them unfit for the Legion. Thought them, man. Did you just say the Again, he's not. I just completely day? butchered that, you, that uh, the whole paragraph. Yep. 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 Night lords are bad. Bad to just the bone. Just because you can't speak Butchers English. and murderers, Contacars, are the worst among them. And wrest control from night lords whose commanders thought them unfit for the Legion. There we go. Armed with heavy flamers or Volkite cavators, yet another new Volkite weapon. What is that? We're up to like, what, a dozen now? Different types of Volkite? Something like that. It's Let's find thing. out what a cavator is while you're talking about it. Yeah, because huh? we, we knew of Vuglair. We learned that one. Yep. Vuglair, yeah. Yeah. Armed with heavy flamers or Volkite cavators and no strum and chain blades, they're going to be bringing abject despair and destruction to the Thrama system. The Nostrum and Chainblade, in particular, is going to slice through a lot of Loyalist Space Marines. And it really is. Like So, we got the Nostrum and Chainblade. What's the stats on that, Carol? Um, well, Strength User AP3, but it's merely end rending. And rending will be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think this might be one of those Terminator units that can actually oh. murder other Terminator units. Mm-hmm. Because so it's hitting at initiative. Hitting at initiative with the rending. So this is interesting in that it's wholly different from the Nostraman chain glaive. In fact, the only difference is that it no longer gives you a plus one strength and it's no longer a two-handed specialist weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Piece of Terminator war gear. Neat. But I tell you what, these guys will butcher regular Marines. Oh, yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Yep. No because the Terminator Night Lords needed more help right. killing basic infantry. They are striking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. AP3 striking hey, initiative. Do something. You might as well do something real well. You're right. See, sometimes it's just not enough to barely kill somebody. Sometimes you just got to behead them in one swing mm-hmm. completely. Ain't no kill like overkill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Did you really kill if you didn't overkill it? <laughs> <laughs> you can take full advantage of the Contacar... 
Terminators by fielding them as additional elite choices as part of the new Night Lord's unique right of war, the Cross of Bone. So, I know we talked about this in pretty uh, long detail on our chat ourselves. Yeah, amongst, yeah ourselves. amongst ourselves. There seems to be pretty split down the middle between utterly useless and, you know, not too terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it personally. But let's, uh, let's go through it. Austin, you want to yeah, give us yeah. a rundown? So, uh, the Cross of Bone. The first, the first thing you get is the Aristocracy of Ruin. So for every non-compulsory HQ choice included as part of this detachment. Which will just be two, most likely. Yes, in the normal three HQs. So not your compulsory HQs, but the other two you take. Uh, the maximum number of elites is increased by one. So you could theoretically, in a basic list, have six elite choices. The next you get is the stronger, strongest alone. As long as a model from this detachment with the independent character special rule is alone or in a unit with no other independent characters, it gains plus one attack. I like that. It's not what you're taking the right of war for, but it's fun. And I don't, at least for me, most of my units do only have one independent character in them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Tithe of Gore. Slay the Warlord is worth an additional victory point for a player with this right of war, if the enemy warlord's final wound is removed by a friendly model with the independent character special rule. I like that a lot. It's, it's a very, very interesting. It's a very fluffy mechanic. It's fluffy. It rewards you for, you know, playing thematically, mm-hmm. which I always approve of. Mm-hmm. Bring that uh, Legion champion. And there's a lot of times when you're playing a mission and, you know, you tie, you lose by one. Mm-hmm. balls there's only two objectives and i'm not going to get either one and we're just you know how many times are you really playing a game for the secondary objectives because the primary is beyond you or your opponent it's when you play against dark angels huh. <laughs> yeah yeah it'll doubly yeah. fuck over dark angels and we do like enjoy <laughs> making them lose so there are some limitations for this uh the first one is you must take an additional compulsory cho- choice in addition to anything else required by your force org uh, you can't have Conrad Kurz as a Lord of War choice. And then the Rampant Blade. Um, any unit from this detachment that makes a consolidation move must move the full distance allowed towards the nearest enemy unit within line of sight. If there's no enemy units in line of sight, then you must move towards your opponent's deployment zone. That reminds me a lot of the Butcher. This, yeah, this... I mean, it's what most people do anyway with it. So it's... Yeah, but how often do you kill somebody... And then want to stay on an objective. Frequently. Very frequently. And you're going to be moving. That, that gives me an interesting thought. Um, this, uh, this is a very specific use, right of war. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that most of the things that you can take, like most of the elites that you would want to take with this right, like... Um, Terminators or veterans all have implacable advance. And do terror squads have implacable advance? I want to say being a veteran equivalent, they do, but I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Any rate, um, despite all that implacable advance, Rampant Blade is going to carry you off of objectives a lot. Yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, yeah. you're still Fluffy. just so you're, you're, not, you're not bringing implacable advance units to hold objectives is what I mean to say. You're bringing them to table your opponent. Yeah, I mean, it is still just a D6 because it doesn't look like 
Like that's, that's my reading of it. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's somebody out there that'd be like, Oh, well it's the f- full move distance allowed. And if you roll a D six, you're allowed you know, up to six. You got to move six. That's horseshit. I don't know who you are, but you're thinking it and you're wrong. Um, oh, hmm. You just have to go away. So if you bring a big enough squad, it's not the end of the world, but it's definitely something if you run a right award, you, you will have to roll to. the full amount that you rolled. Yeah. You'll have to go the full amount that you roll. If you do roll that six, you are a little hosed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's so, the way I read it too. Yeah. You roll the D six. You got to go that far. Um, and well, you got to go fighting. That prevents you from rolling like, biggest, a thr- like a five. Biggest, and like, yeah, I'm just going to stay here. The biggest problem that I see with this is you must move the full distance allowed towards the nearest enemy unit or the board edge. Right mm-hmm. now Damn, you're in combat. You get up all up in base to base with your nice big squad. You butcher the enemy. You roll six for consolidate. What do you normally do? Spread the fuck back out. Mm-hmm. You can't with this. You must move in whatever, move in whatever blob you were in combat uh, with. I don't know. Because it just says unit, not models. Yeah. You would still be able to spread it out. I mean, you have to move to six inch, but yes, obviously you wouldn't be able to daisy chain. But you but must move D6 in a specific direction yes, is the problem. Yes, it will force you in a direction. But on the other hand, it's Night Lords. What is the plan of Night Lords? <laughs> Sharing terror and killing other... Oops. Like if you move. Yeah, we got the dice out. Steven, oh, yeah. Steven's, We're doing Steven's wargaming it out. I can't see because there's a beer in front of it, so. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would right. depend so, on. So watch, watch. And, uh, uh, listeners at home, watch, watch this as I use <laughs> barrels to try and explain what I'm talking awesome, about. Awesome, please. Give me those <laughs> dice. the wall over and the beer away. So what, what I'm thinking away. that this does, let's say we've got our five night lords here fighting what I can only assume are imperial fists because... They're weak and paltry. Indeed. And you annihilate, let's say, we got two units in Imperial Fist, right? We'll call that the uh, the nearest unit. <laughs> are the barrels the Night Lords? <laughs> the barrels of the Night Lords. Okay. Oh. So you win combat. You have slain all the enemy. And you consolidate. Oh, look, a mighty well, one inch. That doesn't really help. But still, let's say it was some, some distance. Yeah. You then have to go like that, You don't which is not what you want to do, because what you want to do is... Take an, out. take an inch or two, spread out, and then go. But I don't think you're actually allowed to do that. It mm. just talks well, about it says, the unit. If it says the unit must move fully. Yeah, it doesn't say the model. As Technically, long as, as long as one barrel moves towards the enemy, you've fulfilled the, the requirements of the rule. That would be your argument of it? Mm-hmm. Even if the rest of the unit doesn't move at all. I mean, they obviously. Oh, you mean to. like daisy chain? Yeah. Again, Steven, is implying, yeah. Steven is implying that you could theoretically do that and then move your full distance yeah. and then daisy chain and these three don't have to move or could even move away. Um, Austin, that, no, I think you still have to move in the spirit of the rule. I think you still have to move towards the enemy. The maximum allowable distance. But you could spread out as long as one of them. They moves. all have to move at the five inches. They all have to move if the, you roll five or the maximum distance on the die. And they have to move in a specific direction. But and I well, even think if that you still, still even, awesome. if you, even if they are, ha- they all have to move five mm-hmm. inches. It mm-hmm. does not mean they all have to go to the exact same spot. You can still spread them out. But also, you have to. Move, it has to be towards an enemy. As long, even if yeah, it's but, not going directly towards, it if might I move even in this direction. Punch them up yeah. still, so you're going to play that that argument is it's not. It doesn't say directly. I'm just trying to help our. Or cross Lord of bone buddies, buddies not I mean, get I could, obliterated I could by a militia that, strike. That later. argument more, 
Mm-hmm. Also, um, if you're a daisy chain, your model in this case, then you're even if it is allowed, it would be a dick move, and we don't like dick moves. We don't like dick moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just don't do daisy chaining. So you're saying so, that you could go like that and it, go like I mean, as long as you're moving a millimeter forward. No, I mean five so, inches sideways. No, you you're still, still have to closer. Go, no, so have to you've moved towards closer. The enemy. So like you could move all of the barrels together, right? Mm. Or you could take, you know, you, this, this lighter barrels, the sergeant, I guess, or at <laughs> least for everybody watching at home, the, the, per- <laughs> the person who's fulfilling this, the letter of the rule can move his five inches up. He can go five inches. It's not strictly towards those hapless imperial fists, but it's not away from them. I mean, but then the what's unit- to stop this first guy from doing that? Moving not directly towards, but just ending closer. I mean, somebody. Well, I'm saying, are you making the argument that as long as you end your move, you go the full five inches and end your move closer to the. I would enemy. say, as long as you end. Your, if the unit, every model in the unit ends their move closer to the enemy than when they started, also using their full movement, that, that satisfies But then the they rules. would still just. Listeners, <laughs> tell us what you think. Or Forge World, tell us what you think. Uh, yeah, Forge World <laughs> specifically, because I know you all are listening. Carefully to what we say here, and yes, I have a paranoid reason that that's true. I bet so we'll get into it. So here's an interesting thing too, is that unlike some rules which force you to move closer to the enemy, this has no accommodation for must move the full distance allowed towards the nearest enemy unit it can hurt. That's true. You can so also you could get caught up running after some cast flags who are just like, come here, yeah. come here, little buddy. You can just run right at that land raider when all you got is crack grenades. Yeah. Uh, nearest enemy unit, it can hurt you. Hell, you bait someone out with a Primark. A whole bunch of night lords <laughs> just ran into Dorn. Good job, buddy. Oh, <laughs> no. So many cats. Nom, 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 nom. But. Ah, Dorn is dumb. I bet with you if somebody from Forge World listens to this, he's just going to roll his eyes hard at this whole discussion about moving the whole blob or moving them slightly separate. That's right. That's what FAQs are for. It That's is. true. What the fuck? However, going going back to the, <laughs> the general oh. vibe of this. Anyways, yeah. Um, that extra troop tax kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big like one. That, that's a big ouchie. I feel like if that wasn't there, I would see... Yeah, because you're already... much better... I, well, see, like I, I said, I don't want to call it an HQ tax because I feel like most people tax, bring three HQs. A tax doesn't give you any benefit. No. This is a option to bring more. No, you're not required to. And I feel like a lot of people bring three HQs mm-hmm. or I at do. least two. I always right? bring three. Technically, like, if you know your civics, you do know that tax actually gives you benefits. <laughs> your civics? Are you talking All about All tax is theft. <laughs> Jesse, are you talking about a car? There it is. ANCAP, right here. Uh, <laughs> We're now the anarcho-capitalist website. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, wait, wait, lost, what is this? Hard pass. I lost my train of thought. Okay, Jesse, we were talking. We were talking civics? about how bringing the oh, centurions. It was the troop tax. Yeah, the troop tax I don't like because what you're doing is you're wanting more elites. You want right? more elites, right. You're trying to get it, and anything that takes away points from doing that does kind of suck. It's not a lot of points. You can get three HQ or three troop choices for what? 300 points? Yes, but consider this. You take three, you take three troop choices because you have to. Mm -hmm. Take the absolute cheapest thing you can. Because like I told Mike, Night Lords, their whole shtick is not playing fair. Mm -hmm. So why would you spend a lot of your points playing fair, quote unquote, by making your obligatory troop choices 
anything other than MSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have a use. They can sit on backfield objectives and draw away deep strikers or anything that is going to mess with your expensive elites because you're obviously bringing a lot of them if you're taking this right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's it's that big of a deal. Um, it's just, to me, it's just a matter of it's why you're, you're taking 375 yeah. points to fill out three minimum squad tacticals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That still leaves you at the same time. Two thousand taking units that you don't. Do you really want to bring? Um, you're only just bringing exactly. them to you're bring them, them for the tax. Not because you, yeah, not because you want to play with them, but just because. Okay, you sit here because I need you for this cool right. Although, if you are such as the price of taking six Terminator <laughs> squads, if you are playing Rampant Seven, Blade, if you count command squads, playing this to the hilt, and you know Rampant Blade is going to be pulling you off objectives, that means that those three tactical little tiny squads are the only things going to be holding objectives because everybody else is going to be in combat consolidating way the hell away. Wait a second. But does do you, here's a question. Now I'm thinking about it because it's every non compulsory HQ choice. So your master of the Legion provided that it's um, like a Praetor or a Delegatus or a Herald um, doesn't count. Well, I guess you could take a Herald because it's non compulsory. You can't because of support officer, right? Sure. I, yeah. I, where are you going with this? So I'm wondering, ultimately, if a Legion command squad counts towards Aristocracy of Ruin. Mm. Oh, no, because it doesn't f- take a slot. But it is an HQ choice, and it's non-compulsory, so you can't actually use it to fill a slot. At least not a compulsory slot. <laughs> that is up me, for debate. Let me read it again for people trying to keep up. For every non-compulsory HQ choice included as part of this detachment, the maximum number of elite choices available part of this force organization chart is increased by one. And they're definitely an HQ choice you can take in the detachment. But do they f- count as an HQ choice in the fact they fill a slot? They don't take up a force org chart, or they don't take up a force org slot. As available as part of this force organization chart. But they don't specifically say your HQ choice... Has to fill a slot. Mm-hmm. All right. I, Nominal, you could take I'm, a navigator. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> you could take a navigator. It'd be dumb. Uh, yeah, no, I I am tentatively on your side for this. No, it'd be perfectly awesome. fine. Why would it be dumb? You could yeah. just take It'd be great. Octavia. Navigators are fantastic. Well, yeah. Points. Yeah, they are, but thematically, they don't. Really, it should be for every non compulsory Legion of Stardays HQ. <laughs> because why would Night Lords be following around a navigator? Yeah. Just so they're following him around. Also, they could yeah. also be like a mascot. Just because HQ doesn't mean you actually need to listen to anything. Navigator is aristocracy, in now, a sense. Yes. Presumably, he's going to be kind of ruinous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, there. Or we ruined. Indeed. Maybe both. He's now, soft I have and a, squishy. Now, a different question: Does Rune of Bones? You should be able to use this while you play with a different legion as well, right? If you do, no, it's legion, Night Lord's yeah. unique right of war. Yeah, oh, but you could take. But a, they can. You could take, take a Master of the Legion Night Lord in a Shattered Legion list. And now you have access to other things. So here's another thing with the retinue special rule mm-hmm. for command squadrons. A legion command squad may only be chosen as a retinue for a praetor or legion special character with a warlord special rule and may not be taken as part of an army on their own. They may take a single force organization chart choice with that praetor, but do not have to be deployed with them and are treated as a separate unit during the game. So they're still an HQ choice. Are they an HQ it's choice? It's one you can't take by your, It's one you can't I mean, take alone. You have to have a, a master of the legion with them, mm. but they are an HQ choice. 
It's that they take up a single force organization chart choice with that Praetor. Oh, you know it's what? It's a single choice? Yes. Then I would say that that yeah. would settle the argument as, yeah. an, as a no. Yeah. No, they're not no. actually an HQ. Which is a shame. They're just listed under an HQ. All right, edit, the, edit out the past 10 minutes of conversation. Yep. All useless. <laughs> well, no, it's important. No, some, is, yeah. some Night Lord's Jagaloon's going to be like, I get an extra one because I took a command yeah, squad. This fucking guy. Hey, we've, we've talked you through it, ladies and gentlemen. We've you have no excuse. Uh, we're here for you. Again. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. And no, no, then, no, no. I have oh, a question sorry. about it. We're sorry. So All right, no, no, no. We're good. So if you have two dis- detachments, for, um, let's say I play the Night Lords and my Emperor's Children, mm-hmm. they would still be forced to follow all the stuff, but my Emperor's Children wouldn't, so I could just use them to stay under the um, You mean like an ally detachment? Yeah. The problem is that and an ally detachment there. is separate. It doesn't have a. It doesn't have yeah. a war, But that's what she's saying. She's she saying, could take yeah, Emperor's children aff- as an, it wouldn't. Yeah, my, she could ally, ally in her right. Emperor's children. Exactly. So the rampant blade will still affect all my night lords, but my Emperor's children will just stand there and watch all those guys going crazy. Yeah. Why not? Yep. The Emperor's out. children watching somebody else it's go definitely, crazy. Yeah, well, it's just definitely a, a right that requires some thought mm-hmm. as to how to use because a lot a lot of the the problems that people had when we were talking about it earlier was that it's so expensive to run all those elites yeah. and there's other rights of war that allow you to run the exact same units more efficiently. And I will also say like, we also have no clue what else is in this book. Mm-hmm. There might be some really good, obvious reasons why to take this detachment. Yeah. Right. Or this right. Rather. That's true. There could be some actually it says crazy night Lord elite. Mm-hmm. It says new characters are coming too. Oh um, yeah. So be- it's entirely possible that we're going to get a Atramentar as troops character. Really, it should be Savitar, but you know, hmm. yeah. I mean, I mean, the Cont- the Contacar are Atramentar. The- Atramentar. Yeah. yeah, it'll be whoever is in charge of them. I I'm willing to put money that Savitar will just get an updated profile and he can take Atramentar as troops. I have been waiting for that. You know, traitors starting to get more traitory. <laughs> Time goes on. Some more nasty so shit. I think theoretically, apart, apart from word bearers, mm-hmm. they still have the like, oh yeah, you can be in the Great Crusade and fight it out and <laughs> have a good old time. No, they're definitely hot. No. You can take a look at the <laughs> units. They're definitely getting more and more yeah. brutal late look, stage heresy. Yeah. Nice, like, guys, nice guys don't wear skulls and skins on their belts. <laughs> All right. Are, are, are we the baddies? <laughs> are we the baddies? No, no, no. They are the nice guys. Oh. TM. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Deathhead Hussars. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so I guess we wrap that one up. Yeah. In addition, and we got a new fun tank. Well, yeah, a new so, fun weapon for our old fun tank. Right. Like, well, this it's is still a fun, new fun tank. New fun tank with a new fun weapon, which they finally reveal another, a third weapon for the Mumbard, the Morbus Heavy Mumbard. Uh-huh. It would make me so happy if Say it was just a Griffin five mortar. Five times in a row without. <laughs> I mean, maybe later. Maybe later. I, I, I thought saw it's, that, Jesse. It's supposed to be lighter. <laughs> it's supposed to be lighter than a, um, than like a Medusa siege gun. So, which would be a Griffin. Yeah, a Griffin. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> it was not a good gun, um, but it was fun. However, I will say that it looks like it'll be AP two, because it says specifically the shells fired by the Morbus heavy bombard bring absolute devastation to even the most heavily armored enemy units. Yay, more AP2 artillery. Suck it. (laughs) And the Dreadwing can't put Phosphex on all of these little guns. I'm going to be upset. (laughs) Just war crimes. Um, War crimes for everyone. Imagine if fire was radioactive and just sentient enough to hate you. (laughs) 
Uh, but that's fun. I like that yeah. it's got sort of a normal weapon. Yep. So that is normal, quote unquote, right. quote unquote, normal. Yeah. yeah. Normal and a heresy. We have different standards here. Yep. So that is the part three to Road to Thromus. Is the Plague Dust Crawler also a new thing or did I just It's old. So, yeah. yeah. It's in 40K. Came out about a year or two ago. Yeah. Came out with, with the Death Guard. Yeah. With the new edition. And, uh, not in heresy too. It looks like a snow. No, plot. no, it, it's not in the heresy. They're just Welcome showing that's kind of how inspired our different and our Mortarian was. By well, okay, I don't know. I would like a snowplow. It's useful for when it snows. Exactly, mm. but just get an Iron Warrior version of this. It's probably more accurate to call it a corpse plow in Warhammer. There's Maybe. probably uh, you're probably more likely to get corpses than you are snow. I just, like, you just got to find a red planet. Come on, come on. There's probably corpses all over that planet. Sludge dumped in anthrax. It'll be fine. The good shit. <laughs> the sludge has anthrax in it. The, the oh, anthrax yeah. has sludge in it. <laughs> oh. Which ratio do you prefer? It all smells like chlorine gas. You got anthrax in my sludge. You got sludge in my anthrax. <laughs> all right, no. so guys. Moving on. Yep. So uh, one of our listeners, uh, Graydon, he sent us some... Homebrew units that he was considering uh, bringing into his local community uh, theater. Meta. Yeah, theater. Meta. Theater of War. Meta. War. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, we took a look at a few of these things. Now, uh, he just sent me like a, like a recently, recently yes, updated I'm, list. I'm looking at that one. And, and there's um, some fun stuff in here. Yeah, and it's I, all Imperial Alice militia based. We do like Imperial <laughs> militia. Y'all know how I love me some Imperial militia. Um, I like the first thing right on it. And also, and also he would also like to thank uh, Harry Halewood on Instagram for uh, the sweet cavalry rules. Nice. Yeah. Er, but yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. Cause this is actually one of the things I've been toying around with too. Um, mostly like Providence, different fun Providences, but mm -hmm. it's fun. Uh, the first thing he's got is an auxilia dark age Walker detachment. Now this and I want to talk about. It's pretty much an armored Sentinel, mm -hmm. which a lot of militia players have been kind of like, why the fuck do we not have an armored sentinel? Like put a tin can on top of it. Like it's what everybody does. <laughs> Just put a roof on it. <laughs> um, it does have three attacks though, which I feel like is more than a regular sentinel has. Well, it's, it's a small dreadnought, but it has a, it comes stock with a power blade, which is exciting. Um, and it's got most of the normal kind of sentinelly upgrades. It's 65 points. You can throw up to five more in them in keeping with the regular Sentinel upgrade. And it's supposed to represent a whole host of kind of the light walkers, um, which I don't think has ever been specifically named in any of the Horus Heresy books, but there's been a few uh, like non-compliant human civilizations yeah, that have, have walkers. walkers and whatnot. And presumably you bring them into pacification and they're brought into compliance. Mm -hmm. They're still going to have those walkers around, you know? So Man. this is kind of his well, this is, view of those. It's pretty cool. Some of the rules they've got in there and this is little fluff thing. Um, although very few survived the scavenging of the Mechanicum after compliance, some were hidden to be used in the honor guard of some very affluent force commanders, and it has a really cool rule, weapons of the long night. Faced with weapons beyond their understanding, any enemy unit facing a model with this special rule must take all leadership tests at negative one. They have stubborn fearless or any other special rule that prohibits modifiers to leadership. They are not affected by the special rule. And I like that, especially for militia. Yeah, because cool they're equipped fluffy. with, you know, a multi-laser and a las cannon and all of that. But that's really for heresy, imperial militia, just sort of a catch-all term for this thing has about this quality of firepower. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, is it a laser? 
I, I don't know. Maybe your auto cannon <laughs> is just a fucking like crazy laser or like some sort of shot cannon. It's literally forks and a some like super light plasma weapon. Like we don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, So I like that. He's got that in there. He's also got the little uh, graviton cannon equivalent that gets hot, which I'm a fan of precursor Um, graviton. And for those of you that like a little bit more punchy with your walkers, uh, a combat shield and a pervasive shield, which give you either a six up invol shooting and a five up in combat or the reverse of that, just, you know, whatever flavor you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the power weapon that it's got (laughs) is AP two and strength one plus three. Why did that plus three? And they already hit it strength five. Yeah. They already hit it strength five. So strength eight. (laughs) It's a power fist. It's just got a power fist. It's a power fist. It swings (laughs) an initiative. Yeah. For all of you who have taken those close combat sentinels into battle, and immediately regretted it. Yeah. Here's your answer. This one's yeah. for you. There'll be a lot more fun. Yeah. I mean, if not a lot armor, more survivable because they're still front side 11 and two hull points. Like they're still and initiative three. They might die before they get yeah. to swing. Mm-hmm. They're here for a good time, not a long time, but you know, as most militia are, it's fun. And I, I mean, like you'll this. still, you'll still mulch other militia armies because you're hitting an initiative <laughs> to them mm-hmm. and just instant deathing them. And I love the idea of a, I've always liked the image of Killicans. Just little little grot robots. And so I, I equally love an imperial version of this, just smaller, stuntier robots with chainsaws and lances and halberds yeah. just marching through a sea of soft, pliable flesh. Yeah. And I like that it doesn't seem OP, right? I feel like a lot of people, like I feel like this probably isn't uh, our boy's first time writing new units for seventh yeah. edition. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because a lot of times you're like, Oh yeah. God, I'm just going to write the coolest thing I want. And, uh, eh, fuck it. It'll be 20 points. <laughs> 65 yeah. points seems like a good, yeah. It's good cost. For, it's a solid, solidly for, uh, costed from mini dread. It's a lot of fun. Um, auxiliary. then the next thing he's got, which is new is an auxiliary warden, which seems to be sort of a, what if Imperial militia had centurions? Hmm. Yeah. Neat. Eight up armor, two attacks, guard stats for everything else. Yep. Eight up leadership. Oh, eight up eight, leadership. Eight up which, armor. Yeah, you <laughs> roll out a D10. Four up armor. Yeah, four up armor, eight up leadership, which makes have... the leadership as good as a force commander. Um, yeah. And oh, then interesting. you can give them a bunch of different little roles, like beast master, which gives you uh, Captured a new heavy support option. Like, a, yeah. This which actually kind of reminds thing. me more of... Um, or Yeoman, which Not gets rid of your recon squad support special right. rules. You can take them as compulsory. Yeah, it actually reminds me more of, uh, what are they, the uh, the tech priests in Mechanicum that can take a handful of specializations and they get a couple of rules for that. Like yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. Lacrimardis. Or, um, yeah, you know, you can have a better, a better Psyker. You <laughs> can have the old uh, Master of the Fleet, Master, well, Master of Ordnance, I guess. Voidsman Targeter, uh, yeah. Because it's calling down that Lance Strike from on high, yep. which nice. is exciting. That's pretty cool. Um, and then like a Breach it. Master, which I especially like. It's a close quarter Zone Mortalis specialist. Um, picked from the remnants of the vanguard of a previous <laughs> uh, Voidsman Shock Troop unit, which I always do love. That's how my old... I said my veterans from my old Imperial Guard army were picked. Like, oh, yeah, my, my regular troops, those four guys that survived the battle last time, veterans mm-hmm. were going for it. I like the balance with the Voidsman because mm. he has this large blast, strength nine, AP two, infinite range, barrage, lance, and void strike. But you roll a D6, and on a one, your opponent gets to lay the marker down. 
Yep. Ooh. Oops. And it's 60 yeah. points, so uh, well. good luck. <laughs> That's I like that. I do love That's that. An That's an expensive mistake. That is how the militia <laughs> rolls, and I'm about it. Yep. Um, then he's got an auxilia hunting pack, which reminds me of the old Crute Hound units. Yeah. Well, I guess not old. They're still a little in bit, there. Um, nobody takes them. A little bit like Skaven. Mm, yeah, the, the, the uh, giant rats. The rat ogres. Yeah, so you have like some handlers, uh, which are just militia. And then weapon skill four, strength five, T5, two wound, initiative four, hunting beasts uh, with four up armor. And I also like to say great. on this PDF, he did a fantastic job. Of uh, matching the matching the red books, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it looks like it came out of red book. It's great. Yep. Good job, That's absolutely. Good job, um, And it's 140 points. You start out with five beasts, a handler for each beast, and then like the sergeant equivalent. And you can add up to five additional beasts for 25 points. Um, what I really like here it has a, it gains fleet if it's charging a unit that took one or more wounds or hull points Ooh. in the current turn. They like smell like your blood smell the blood yeah, and yeah. they go a little crazy. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Very fluffy. And nice fun mechanic. If all the handlers and the sergeant equivalent are killed, the beast must move towards charge and attack the closest unit, friendly or enemy. Oops. <laughs> Which I feel is a little hard to pull off if you're trying to kill out those guys. But one day you'll run into that squad of vets with sniper. Yep. And all your officers will be dead. <laughs> Oops. Oops. And suddenly you'll realize what a terrible mistake you've made. Yeah. That's why. I mean, you could theoretically, theoretically yeah, you could theoretically, because um, none of these things have bulky. It looks like so you could actually uh, load them up, load them up in a rhino. If you're doing survivors of a dark age, can you put beasts in a transport? Uh, hmm, nope, only infantry. Mm. Mm. There it is. Must be real. But you could put him in a Gorgon. Doesn't miss a trick. <laughs> Doesn't miss a trick. Could put him in a Gorgon. The Gorgon opens up and beasts just start spilling. <laughs> just dogs. <laughs> so many dogs. Actually, oh, based, based on the God. stats, I'm guessing it's more like Velociraptors. No, no, no. Dogs just... of all sizes. Like some of them are Greyhound size. Some of them are Chihuahuas. Just... <laughs> A bunch of corgis and between most, 30 and 190 pounds. The most vicious is the pug. <laughs> Just yeah. a single pug. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> what chaos beast is this? <laughs> it's face. Oh, no. <laughs> it looks. Oh, no. Cardiovascular. Uh, back cardiovascular. to the warp with you. Jesus. <laughs> uh, what comes next? The, next? the next thing is my personal favorite in the whole little pile he had going on. And that is the Auxilia Cavalry Squadron. Yeah, <laughs> your boy made Rough Riders. I love how he put no fluff with this one. In the little, yeah. like for most of so, these, he's got a little the red bar it, side fluff. No, you know what these are. Like said, you don't need the fluff for this. Harry uh, Halewood on Instagram yeah. made these. So, uh, I, what is what are they? Uh, cavalry. cavalry boys on oh. horses. Boys on horses with lances that have grenades built so in. So cowboys <laughs> or dinosaurs uh, or yeah, large birds. No, cowboys are cooler. Yeah, but cow- cowboys don't have lances. I don't know what lances saw. It's, a, it's like a spear. A spear for oh, a cavalry. Oh, just a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what a hussar has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they use in a middle age to stab each yeah. other. It's like Marcus. it's an ulan, right? Yeah. Why do you need lances? Space ulan. Why would you have a lance, though, when you have a You're looking shooter? at me. Am I pronouncing that cowboys are wrong? Better. I don't know what you're trying to say. Do you say Mulan from Disney? U-H-L-A-N. Oh, Mulan. I think we had the discussion already, and I do not know those guys. Damn it, it's the one cavalry thing Germany is known for. Dude, they the te- de- we learn about a lot of stuff, but we cannot learn about everything we ever used in a war. There would be way too much going on. 
and be yet a whole Americans, class dedicated Americans to that. fill the time. Uh, anyway, let's not get into that. Um, so they're they're pretty much your standard rough riders, except they have two wounds. Uh, That's good. And our leadership six base seven with the sergeant, which the in keeping is, with imperial militia. One wound is for the rider; the other one is for the horse. Presumably, the horse is more important. Clearly, <laughs> bless you. Um, and then they can kind of do the, the standard thing. They can take melta bombs, have vexes, have crack grenades, augmented weapons, or the riding lance, uh, which he gives as plus one strength, AP three. Melee specialist weapon, charge, one use only. Uh, the charge special rule just saying, hey, you can only use it if you successfully charge that turn. Uh, what do they have in case their lance does not work? Close combat weapon. Oh, I didn't oh, see an that. auxilia pistol and a close combat weapon. Oh, Come okay, go. yeah, I, I missed that completely. And this is funny because I've actually been working on rules for these myself because as every long-term guard player... Like you want the Rough Riders to come back. Um, and we actually came to very similar places. Like, my Rough Riders are a little bit smarter and five points more expensive because they come with the Laz pistol instead of the Auxilia pistol because I wasn't paying attention. Um, can take pretty much all the same upgrades, except that I took the... I'm going to call it the more traditional approach. Like his, his version of the Lance, I think is like the last iteration of a rough rider Lance. Mm -hmm. um, I went back to the old school. Um, so it's AP four rending specialist weapon. And then you must use it in the first round of combat, regardless if you charge or not. But if you charge, it becomes strength user plus two AP three rending. It's a bomb Lance. And, and gives plus two initiative because you're 15 feet away when you stab somebody with it. But either way, I Reach. like it, and I like the more of this that gets out, the more we GW might actually look at it and go, you know what? We should bring these guys back. We have a lot of dumb old stuff we're bringing back just because <laughs> people like it. Absolutely. And by God, if you're bringing back a Zote, give me my Rough Riders. Hey, I mean, the Death Riders of Krieg still have rules. I mean, it's true. Hey, and those freaking Mumak Riders, or M Mukali Riders for uh, the Talarn, they're fucking awesome models. Mm. They were fantastic. I mean, book 10 is supposed to be dark mechanicum and agents of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Who knows, man? Throw I just some, want 30, throw page, stuff 30 pages of militia doctrines. That's what I want. <laughs> I uh, mean, a man can dream. And then the last thing on the list yep, wrapping is it up. super cool. Uh, yeah. He's got an auxilia dark age dropship, which is 430 points. BS three. It's a Lord front side, Lord. 12 rear armor, 10, nine hull points. It's like a lightning on steroids. Super heavy flyer. Yep, it has a twin-linked LAS cannon, a couple of twin-linked auto cannons, six kinetic piercers, and everybody knows how much I love a kinetic piercer missile. Yep. Start tallying up those other Lord of War kills. <laughs> With a transport capacity of 25. That's a, a, that's a militia squad and their friends. Yep. Some and of your favorite buddies. Access point at the rear, and then it can... You can fit beasts. Dump the this. transport capacity to pick up a variety... Kind of your that's the, uh, standard variety of bombs. Just that's launch the, the corgis um, out. No, that's yeah. the Hell Talon bomb. That's, 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 that's the exact list from, from the Hell Talon. Yeah. 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 A bunch of fun thing, fun thing bombs that you can drop on to folk. Yep. To a turn. To a turn. Super, super heavy bomber. bomber. Um, and then I like Dropship Vanguard. It may arrive on turn one, either through reserve rules or as if it is chose, chosen to deep strike. 
which is exciting. Yeah. yeah. And it's fun. I, I will say, and meaning no offense, this is probably the my least favorite of these. Because when I picture a militia dropship, I picture the Devourer dropship. Just a Like huge. the ones from Gaunt's Ghost. Like if yeah. you can't drop a full company of guardsmen, why are you flying? Because it's 25 <laughs> people so, and their favorite. It's 20 But it should be 50. And their favorite friends. It should be 50 guys. Get in, loser. Uh, We're going to achieve compliance. Right? Um, but I do like the idea of a bomber with these sorts of stats. So I would kind of want almost two separate things. Because part of the points you're playing, you're paying, part of the point cost that you're paying for is to turn it into a bomber. You know, and do all sorts of fun stuff with it, which is awesome. Well, militia can take the marauder bombers, can't they? They can. But I like this bomber. That's true. This is a fun the bomber. marauder bombers yeah. don't yeah. have the super cool yeah, extra they, bombs. Yeah, this this could be a freaking harbinger bomber. Mm, yeah. Sweet, sweet harbinger. Like, and it would be awesome. Or maybe a Magog from Double Eagle. Yeah. Nobody read Double Eagle. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Nobody plays Warmaster. Nobody read Double Eagle. If you have not read or listened to the audiobook of Double Eagle, do it because it's Dan Abnett in the Sabbath World's Crusade. I'm going to segue real hard, real second. Um, yeah, first and only, I'm about two hours in and it's fantastic. Oh, I just God. got to yeah. the point. Welcome just, to the guard, son. I just yep. got to the point where they got on the train and it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The train. Yeah. The artillery train. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sorry. Now back to this. Austin, I still did not forgive you for the one guards book I read so far. Which was what? 15 hours? 15 hours. Yes. <laughs> well, you started with the saddest one. Well, no, saddest, I started with the saddest one. Saddest one until Warmaster, anyway. Saddest, no, stop. Saddest one-off, certainly. No, no, no. This is the one Austin kept talking about him because it's so awesome. And I read because it and I hate him. that is the guard. It's true. It's trash. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I don't think I've ever said this to you before, Caro, but kill yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> stop. Cut off a stop. Real concerned. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that was a hex. This, my dear friends, that is was a, a German hex. hex. Fuck. Um, hexes are, only, hexes are hours. only minor inconveniences made to hurt you, but only small ways. Don't worry. Uh, you're good. I'm Catholic. It'll be it's fine. the curses you got to worry about. Mm. It is the curses you got to worry about. And jinxes don't even bother with those. No, 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 but go not. read 15 hours if you haven't done that yet. Go read, listen to Gaunt's Ghosts. Wait, am I supposed to read 15 Sorry. hours first or Double Eagle? Um, <laughs> you probably need to read Double Eagle first because you have done the rest of the Sabbath world's crusade. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll enjoy 15 hours too much because it's guardsmen dying. Oh, and how <laughs> it's great. If, if you love the fact that the Imperium of mankind is a shit show <laughs> and yet still the best concern going concern in the galaxy, boy, are you in for a treat. <laughs> that being said, pulling back from yeah. the segue, moving, moving back in. Uh, Graydon, thank you so much. Yeah. I hope uh, yeah, these are fun. Um, yeah. actually, I want to say, I think Stephen has an event where yeah. this might be coming yeah. in handy Graydon. here in a That's little bit. That's a great bit. segue into If you happen plugin. to be, uh, Graydon, if you happen to be in the Richmond area or able to get to Richmond in a timely fashion, you should come down on July 7th. We'll be hosting a homebrew uh, event. Double, random <laughs> doubles event, 2,000 points. Oh, it's random doubles. Yeah, I decided to so know where he got that oh, from. Oh, no, yeah, no mega battle. No, homebrew mega battle? Shoot my, <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> shoot me and then yourself. Um, that does not sound fun. What? Um, what's more fun than managing a mega battle for a game you already know the rules to? I know, a game that you don't know the rules to. <laughs> so, no, it's, um, it's going to be 
a random doubles uh, event. I figured because there were so many people who were expressing interest in it, mm-hmm. I knew we could scrounge up at least 10 tables, but I didn't want to limit that to, you know, um, a small number of people. So, gotcha. Yep. So doubles for maximum fun. You can bring different lists to the two games if you want. You got to stay on the same side the whole time, though. Gotcha. Yep. And uh, hey, and you can bring you, uh, in your homebrew units or things that yep, other people you can, have posted. Yep, you can bring uh, homebrew stuff that you've written, homebrew stuff that you've pulled out of Mornival, homebrew stuff that we've written. Although if it is something you've written, you got to give it to Stephen yeah. beforehand to make sure that Clear you with the know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, even <laughs> if it's um, even if it is not something that you have written yourself, you still need to submit it to me so that I can kind of get an idea of who to pair you up with. That's fair. So with that being said, uh, would you add this to the hullabaloo? Yes. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, good job, no, they're Green. Good. Yeah. They're good stuff. It'll be in there. Yeah, there's real cool awesome. stuff in there. I, I would especially love to see some sort of uh, Dark Age yeah. dropship model <laughs> or cavalry. I love mm. cavalry. Everybody loves yeah. the cavalry. Except mm-hmm. for Carol, apparently. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just and the dude's shaking getting my charged. head at Hubbaloo. 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 Whatever that is, it sounds like you have a stroke, but it's like a ruckus. That's what it is. Well, Damn near a hootenanny. Shindig. No, it's not. I learned about hootenanny. It's It's not even close to a hootenanny. A hullabaloo is several degrees smaller than a hootenanny. A hootenanny is at least one kilo Walmart in size. (laughs) Well, you heard it from the man from Texas, so it must be true. Wait a second. You actually use kilo. Yeah, but only only in Walmart. (laughs) That's like Ditsy. Yeah. Nobody uses Ditsy meter. All right. It's so. like how the English only refer to weight, their personal weight in stone. Yeah. <laughs> That's because, yeah. So I was going to save this for last, but um, Dumb we'll put monkeys. <laughs> what, do you th- what do you say? Remember Titans first? No. We're going to no. do this. Yeah, but we're going to talk about Titans. We'll wrap all this up. Titans. First, we're going to talk about Shadow and Iron. Woo! Crusades God of Vengeance, damn. which just dropped out today. At least uh, for the, pre-order uh, on Saturday. No, pre-order for Saturday. Mm-hmm. The article just dropped today, this morning. It made me so happy. Mm-hmm. I was having such a bad day at work, yep. and then I saw this. It's covering <laughs> three separate campaigns. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got this a, is also on the Warcom website. Yep, we are. Uh, it's going to be covering betrayal at Kalth, which everybody knows is when uh, the Ultramarines hosted a kegger on Kalth and invited some really rude house guests. But nothing bad happened. Nothing yeah. bad happened. It was fine. No, they got, so the, just some they got, got their security deposit back. Spoiler alert: word bearers shat all over their parade. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. Uh, someone Corferon left a double decker in the man in the master bedroom. <laughs> it was it was real bad. Um, I, well, but ultimately, we're a professional podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Poop jokes. Uh, but ultimately, we don't go blue. Damn it, <laughs> we don't go blue. Uh, Shadow Crusade is the second um, campaign that'll be covered by this book, uh, which is also <laughs> another fairly well-known one. After the horrendous atrocity on Kelf, the word bearers decided to keep up the momentum, but this time they brought their buddies, the world leaders, with them. Hey so, guys, uh, yeah. So they went around, uh, you know, looting and pillaging, maiming and killing and burning and so forth. Mm-hmm. As you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As one does. And they brought their titans with them. That's the tradition. Now, the third one is one that I've never heard of before, is the Crusade of Iron, which actually I really like the idea of uh, after Kelf, after Pregasius uh, got beaten and bloodied but did not uh, get killed. Mm-hmm. The remaining Pregasius princeps got together and, you know, and said, you know what? That was a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Let's go kick their asses. So they got all of their buddies together. They got 10 of their favorite friends. They got in losers, and they went to go beat wholesale trader ass. Um, 
near as I can tell, we're going to get six Titan Legions out of that, which they judging, specifically said six. Yep. Yep. Well, near as I can tell, because I can read. Mm. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> judging from the transfers that they've been releasing, the pictures that they've been releasing, and the Titans that they've mentioned in the articles, it looks like we are going to get Metallica, Ignatum, Pregasius, Sutravora, Metallica, and uh, Sinister. You said, you said Metallica twice. Did I? Uh, Ignatum, Metallica, Pregasius, Sutravora, uh, Oberon, and uh, Audax. Yeah, they've mm. confirmed Audax. They've confirmed that Audax will have Ursus Claws. Gotta say, one of those is going to be a no because Sinister is going to have to be in there. Sinister is not a Legio. The Ordo Sinister? Not Arde a Legio. It's an Ordo. That's fair. Yeah. So we'll probably get uh, those six Legios in addition to, as Austin said, the super cool looking. This is the Ordo sexiest sinister. fucking uh, Titan. Yeah, I've never it. seen a Titan um, model that's quite. It doesn't. It almost doesn't look Imperial. It's weird, which I like because they specifically say they use some weird tech to make these. Mm -hmm. uh, they, for those of you that are unaware, uh, the Ordo Sinister is Psy Titan. Yes. And by Psy Titans, I mean it's Princeps is a single blank. So someone with no soul, essentially, no signature in the world. And it's like got a gun that's fueled by psychers. Mm -hmm. Yep. Instead of having uh, servitors or moderati or any of that, it's all a bunch of psychers used like a giant battery to fuel the Titan. Yep. Which is crazy. So the, the fluff we have says there's either, is it 12 or 24? Um, at least 12. So at least 12. Warlords, right? But before, yes, yep, it, all warlords. They were, they've been said to be all warlords. There's supposed to be like a super small number of them. There are six houses with two Titans each. Huh. Interesting. But that mm -hmm. begs the question of, will it stay that way? Mm. Well, those um, are the ones we know that are on Terra, six houses, two Titans each. In theory, <laughs> given that we have a whole campaign that utilizes them, uh, it's probably safe to assume that there are more. Yeah, this it, it's an interesting concept. Because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. like Stephen said, we've only known about these 12. They're supposed to be super rare. Uh, some of them got sent to go kick Magnus squarely in the balls. Oops. Uh, happened, deserved it. Um, but I always thought it was a little weird because moving forward, if any of you had the 13th Black Crusade book, like the Codex that came out years ago when that that happened, they had a list of, stuff that was there, space Marine chapters, guard regiments, Titan legios. Mm -hmm. And one of the things listed was like Ordo sinister psi Titans. And the number was classified of course, because naturally, naturally. Mm -hmm. um, but that to me does lead a little bit of credence that they're at least in the 41st millennium, more mm -hmm. than 12 of them mm -hmm. because there's a lot of places that you well, they need really, a psychic Titan. They really only ever said that at least in book seven, which is where they first appear. Uh, Inferno, and then I believe there is a short story called just Sinister mm -hmm. that has them. Uh, they're typically only deployed one or two at a time. Yes. So even in the Eye of Terror campaign, I mean, it could have been two. It could have been two, yeah. which is still enough to classify. Yeah, yeah. it's an integer. Um, but you do get uh, for that the way it was set up was supposed to be like yeah this this two pages are what's there. And then every section was like, and for the smaller numbers of units, go to this sub, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, subsection C or whatever. Um, so there would at least be a demi legio worth, mm -hmm. 
Or I think a quarter Legio is the smallest it had, and a quarter Legio is like 20 or 30 Titans. I don't know. Um, well, it depends on the size of the uh, the Legion. It, we, I've done a lot of really nerdy math on the subject, and a quarter Legio should be about 20. All right. Well, I'll, um, I'll leave that to your expertise. Nah. Um, so this will be uh, available, for, available for pre-order on Friday. Yes, and this mm-hmm. one is coming from Forge World. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and from what I gather— the 7th of February— um, so it looks like if you gonna, haven't seen the picture yet, it looks super cool. It the looks helmet. fucking amazing. The, the head is just blank mask, a blank mask, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's got the fancy power claw. It's got the fancy, it's got a bunch of cables coming out of the back too. So it weapon. looks like it be a very, fairly large. And there's piece. something over the back, which looks like maybe yeah. special well, shield. So, so in the, what I brings me to the, to the point, I'm very the, interested to see how grill. this appears on the, on the tabletop because yeah. in book seven, the rules for the, the Psy warlord, it's like two or three pages of rules yeah. for this thing. And mm-hmm. it has a lot of the first thing. The most notable thing is it's a big giant psychic gun, which is called the sinistra modest tenebrae, which really just means left hand of darkness. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. Um, right. But it had other rules attached to it that did stuff like uh, the gun was this big, huge anti-psyker murder thing, mm-hmm. and it the, it the warlord itself could cast psychic powers, um, ranging from steal souls, get whole points back, to everybody around me is scared now. Makes you wonder exactly uh, what yeah, that gun's so, going to do, yeah, um, or yeah. what that gun's going to target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is interesting because it says specifically at some point here, and of course many other places, is these only go where psychic fuckery abounds. Indeed. Like this isn't one of those things that like, yeah, it specializes in this, but it'll go fight orcs if it has to. No. This only comes out when your alpha plus psychers are all over the place and presumably in giant demon titans. Mm -hmm. It says, uh, this mighty war engine is a terrifying presence on the battlefield, using its psychic abilities to move faster than you'd expect for a warlord titan, while <laughs> devastating enemies with bolts of shadow from its sinistramanus tenebrae. Yeah, I do yep. not like fast warlords. Yep, they're upset. That's going to be real distressing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, however, for who those knows how many points this thing's going to be? That's true. <coughs> but I do have a glimmer of hope for all of you traitor princeps looking at this and quavering. Um, because they're so specific to fighting big, nasty, psychic things, this makes me think that maybe this book will have some big, nasty, psychic demon titans in it. Mm, yep. Ooh, I would love that. In addition to everything else. Or hell, maybe you'll be able to take some greater demons as, you know, something in between a knight and a warhound. Go crazy. <laughs> yeah. It'd be interesting. Titan demon. Um, we won't know for sure. Yeah, we won't know for sure, but this is rampant speculation. Uh, yeah. But I'm all about it. It's fantastic. So not only will you have six new legions, but also six new night houses, which if I think is if exciting you're into if that. you're into the little guys. But my personal favorite thing to come out of this is... Say the line, Caro. Say the line. Fire to Ursus Claw. Yay! Yay! Yeah, you heard it here probably second or third. If you're paying attention. <laughs> no, we probably heard it first, but read it. We're, we're That's true. You yeah. have heard it here first. You've certainly read it somewhere else. Uh, Legio Audax is going to be in, as well as their signature weapon, the Ursus Claw. Now, for those of you who haven't read Betrayer, do it. Do it. Do that. Mm-hmm. 
then uh, come back and listen to the rest of this episode. If it didn't do it, <laughs> we'll stop. Yet. Do that. We'll um, wait. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. That's All right, welcome back. Good, good. That was You've an awesome book. Read it. It's an amazing book. That book was great. Um, yep. So Ursus Claus, for those of you that have forgotten that part while reading it, go back and read it again. Um, <laughs> we'll wait. This time. <laughs> we'll wait again. Uh, no. So what no, the Ursus Claw is, is essentially a giant harpoon yep. uh, that replaces one of the weapon arms. And Audax's thing is they're a Warhound Heavy Legion. Almost exclusively Almost Warhound, exclusively Warhounds. And they use this weapon on damn near all the warhounds. Mm-hmm. One arm's got that, one arm's got an actual gun, and they come, you know, two or three warhounds together and they fire the harpoon at something bigger than them, and the thing that has been harpooned has a real bad time. Yep. Highlights uh, include uh, getting electrified yep. and then getting pulled over. Yep. Uh, they did this to an Imperator? At yeah, one they point? pulled down yeah. a, an Imperator's plasma annihilator. They, the it whole did. Legio went into battle against the Imperator. And they all harpooned its uh, plasma annihilator and pulled it in such a way that it faced the ground that if it wanted to fire, it would kill all of them, sure, but it would also kill itself. And Dundee went inside and killed everybody inside to keep it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He kept it. Yeah, but it's a a real fun weapon. I'm interested to see what it is. We've been kind of going back and forth on what it might be, whether it'll have some like crazy rules for like harpooning and staying harpooned, whether it'll just be something that'll give you like concussive and quake. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff here. And a shadow of great wings. But the most interesting thing is we're wondering if this will be their Legio specific weapon, which I think is likely. Mm-hmm. Um, or in Legio which case, trait. yeah, or Legio trait or something. Uh, in which case, Crusading Legios just got a, even more fun than they were already because you could just steal it. Yoink. Um, oh. And the other question is, is the Ursus Claw going to be Warhound specific or will they have a like a Reaver sized version? As I it stands right, as it stands right now, it looks like it would just be Warhounds. In, like just in, be in the Warhounds. fluff, it would be just Warhounds and it does make Warhounds real damn good. You know that Steven hates Warhounds, the burning passion. Nah. We once again <laughs> proved that in our game uh, a couple of days ago. Oh boy, but what a fun game it was. It was a hell of a game. But all of my Warhounds were alive at the end of it, and none of his Reavers were. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Metallica. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, I, I took five Reavers, uh, all, at, all with close combat weapons, attempting to close and pull oh, you fool. heads. You fool. You know his trick is to get around you. Yeah. We were well, everywhere yeah. and nowhere. Yeah, well, it's... It, there was, it was a game full of shenanigans, uh, but I had three of my Reavers die... At the ten yard line, <laughs> right before they got a charge off one uh, charge. He doesn't actually watch football. It was more like the one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know sports. Uh, one of them actually. One of them died in the end zone. It charged, collided with the other Titan with its target, it's and but was killed the in the collision damage. before it could before swing. It so it's sort of swing. like a safety, but really not much safe. Yeah, he played it. himself. Yeah, I play. Well, one doesn't get to be a Cornate champion by being cautious. That's true. <laughs> that true. was said uh, eight or nine times that game. <laughs> That's how I justified a lot of my choices. Uh, <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's probably just going to be a Warhound-specific weapon, probably just for Legio Audax, which means Crusade Legios can steal it. Um, oh, you know, there'll probably be a, a, an Yoink. Audax stratagem focused mm-hmm. around it, too. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bring him down. But it just makes me so happy that they're... They're like doing this sort of thing, you know. They're serving the fluff. They're, they're, we've been wanting this since the game first came out. Yeah, right. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're going to be two legions in the first book." I hope one's Audax. I hope there's Ursus Claws. 
you fools, you got to know how to play the damn game before weird shit starts coming. <laughs> I, I was right there. I wanted it to be true. I'm every, super every book happy. Every book that's come out, I'm like, is it Audax yet? I'm, I'm, I'm not just, playing Audax, but is it Audax? I'm super happy to get Sutravora rules because I've been playing Sutravora since the game came out and we didn't have rules and I haven't really been able to come up with a set of rules from the Crusading Legions uh, setup that I've been happy with. So this is this excites me. But speaking of that, I hear you've got uh, Legio that you do have Crusade rules for that you like. As a matter of is, fact, I do. Is it time for another section of... of- Oh. Remember the Titans? They walked around bipedal. They were war machines made by the Omnisar. They had engines made of nukes and stuff. They had weird religions and some weird cantankerous actions. Remember the Titans. Again, we will change that if anybody <laughs> has anything. Literally, otherwise, anyone. it's just gonna be Will. Yep. Is it? Is it in your brain now? It's in I, your brain now, Steve. It is. I was be telling nice. Jesse the other day. In German. I was telling Jesse the other day that I was painting some of my Titans, and I kept humming that stupid song to myself. <laughs> and I don't know in that moment who I hated more. Jesse for writing it, or me for remembering. Oh no, no, no! That was completely off the cuff. Yeah, Will for singing it. Will, Will sung it. Did it. Will, may, Will may be responsible, but I'm blaming you. I just strummed a few chords. <laughs> Will, Will added the magic. Yeah, he did. The dark, dark heretical magic. Magic anyway. is sorcery, and sorcery is heresy. What is the? Uh, <coughs> what, what's All right. Today? So, as usual, uh, remember the Titans is a segment providing rules for legions in the fluff that do not have rules using the. July 2019, White Dwarf-issued Crusading Legio rules. Um, these are a set of rules you can use between war gear, legion traits, and stratagems to represent your own legion. You can take up to four. You cannot take more than two from any one category. Today, we are going to do Legio Destructor, the Steel Beasts. During the Great Crusade, Legio Destructor was a huge legio. Even in the 41st millennium, it's still a huge legio. And they cut their teeth fighting in the Wheel of Fire, which uh, people who are unfortunate enough to like either Space Wolves or Ultramarines will tell you is filled with orcs. Not anymore. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks to the aforementioned legions. Well, the Sixth Legion, the Ultramarines, presumably did nothing but polish their armor and dick around. Well, they they got... But that, nope. Moving on. I digress. (laughs) Uh, Legio Destructor is noted for kind of orcs rubbing off on them a little bit. Uh, I know. They are a little orky. They like to close with the enemy. They like to be there in the midst of battle. Oh, they're kind of rubbing off. They are uh, so hungry (laughs) for battle that actual orcs find them a little unsettling. So with that being said, the theme for Legio Destructor is going to be close-range, high-yield combat. Eh, Really get in there. Explore the space. Make it your own. Uh, As a side note, the only noted engagement for Legio Destructor is the Battle of Thermopylae Pass. So guess what historical event it's modeled after? Tannenberg. Tannenberg. Thermopylae? 
<laughs> yep, they fought orcs in a pass. A few, or- um, actually, they fought chaos in a pass. A few titans against a huge horde. Hooray! So uh, I was actually kind of thinking it'd be cool to recreate maybe rules that would have been used in that battle. So despite the sound of this, we are going to use the Ferox Light Maniple, which is one reaver, two warhounds minimum. You can add another reaver and another warhound for a total of two reavers, three warhounds. Uh, the special rule for this maniple is knife fighter, and when you make an attack within a number of inches equal to scale, then you get plus one to armor penetration. And within two inches, you can choose whether to use your weapon skill or your ballistic skill. That's pretty neat. There's a couple of different ways to do Legio Destructor, I found. Uh, the first step, though, is to replace some of the lead, some of the uh, titans in this maniple. So for this, you're going to use Engines of War as your first Legio trait. Uh, that is, replace one mandatory titan in a maniple with a different class. And in this case, we're going to replace the Reaver in that maniple with a Warlord. Yes, Warlord in a Light Maniple. Which means that anytime you are attacking within 10 inches of that warlord, you're adding plus one to your armor penetration. And if you are swinging with a power fist on your warlord, then you can use its three-up ballistic skill instead of its weapon skill, which is admittedly not very great. Now, for your second trait, you can do one of two things. You can use either the uh, mainstay of the Titan Legions by borrowing from... Legio Graphonicus, I believe. And that is you can replace any mandatory Warhound with a Reaver. Um, and you can use that to replace the two minimum Warhounds in your uh, Light Maniple with Reavers. So now they are getting Knife Fighter anytime you attack within six inches of a Reaver uh, or f- within six inches from the Reaver. You can add plus one to that armor penetration or select weapon skill or ballistic skill. As a side note, in order to do that, you have to use Splinter Legio, which would make you Traitor Legio Destructor. Mm. So bear that in mind. If you don't want to play Legio Destructor, then you can play off of the fact that the Steel Beasts are a gigantic legion. (laughs) And use Deep Vaults, which is kind of neat, especially if you are uh, using Warhounds, Reavers, and a Warlord to kind of mix it up and get in close. If a Titan is destroyed without scoring any hits on an enemy unit, so presumably uh, without doing any actual damage to it, mm-hmm. uh, shields do not count, then it offers no victory points. Uh, shields would count. A hit. On an enemy unit? Yes. If you roll a hit on the enemy unit and it has void shields, it gets to make a void save. Well, either way, you can sneak up with your uh, your warlord. Uh, supported by hounds, you can sneak up with your hounds. As long as you don't fire and don't actually do any damage, uh, shooting at you yields no victory points. And in big games, it is possible to lose engines turn one. Turn one. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was possible, but Jared proved me wrong there. Uh, <laughs> yep. And he killed somebody's Titan. Jesse, you remember whose it was? Yeah, I uh, felt like a Reaver's head just exploded within... Uh, one uh, game. <laughs> conversely, this is also real fun if you've got one of those double-fisted reavers. Mm-hmm. Like if you're one of those guys, you say, I'm just going to fucking charge. I'm going to warp missile on top, and I'm going to save for the opportune moment. <laughs> and I'm just going to run up to somebody and punch him in the head. When Here the time can. comes. Here's your chance. Yep. You'll know. So, um, yeah. So if your hounds get uh, smoked turn one, turn two, even turn three, you know, while they're waiting for the opportune moment. Congratulations. You're not giving up any points for it. I mean, it's fair. Most of my hounds, 
usually don't fire until about turn three anyway. Because mm-hmm. turn one and two, they're full striding and trying to get into position and then come up under your shields and blow you to shit. Mm-hmm. It happens. It does. I've seen it. <laughs> He's seen it. He's been there. <laughs> I've he knows. been there. <laughs> I was there when the hounds pulled down my warlord. Anyway, moving on to your warlord. You war were game. there the day, <laughs> the day hounds slew your emperor. <laughs> so there's a couple of war gear options here. Uh, given that you are going to be using warhounds, I decided to um, focus between them and rocket weapons for apocalypse launchers. Uh, given that I normally give you a couple of options and then say these are what I feel are the most appropriate, uh, that's what I usually do. This time, you can take them however you want them. So we have a couple of options here. The first one is borrowing from Tempestus's war chest, and that's Chasmata Pattern Lasers. That is plus three to short range and plus six to long range on laser blasters and laser destructors. Versatile weapons in that all three of the titans that form your legion can take them. Uh, macro magazines is plus two dice to rapid fire weapons, although plus two to catastrophic damage. Again, another weapon that all of your titans can be taking. And the third one is the multiple warhead launcher, which is plus three dice or times three dice of apocalypse launchers granted at strength three. So that is 30 dice from a warlord and 15 from a, uh, a reaver. Now, I know that strength three doesn't sound like a lot, but once you're in close range, within 10 inches or within six inches, now you're getting a plus one to it. If you're flanking someone, you're getting another plus one, and that's in addition to any damages that they already have on their armor. You can pop those multiple warheads, and suddenly you're looking at 15 shots into a weakened spot. With that kind of volume of fire, you can call your shot to wherever you want and still be pretty confident that you're going to get some hits. Same thing with macro magazines is that at this point you're using volume of fire and you're probably within the uh, knife fighting range. So you're getting that extra plus one to your damage. And Casmata pattern lasers just gives you a little extra range on a weapon that everybody can already take, which is pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stratagems. Now you don't necessarily have to take these stratagems as a part of war doctrine, although I find that Red Skies is particularly hilarious. Uh, Red Skies is a... Hmm, I forget which Legiode it's taken from. Uh, it's not... It's Dauntless. Legio Dauntless. Oh, I had that written down. Ha! Huh. Uh, about to so, say, you got two pages of notes. <laughs> yeah, when you explode, and you probably will, because you're real close to your opponents, you add plus five to the scale when rolling catastrophic damage. Uh, for either magazine detonation or catastrophic meltdown. So you get close, you do your damage. Now you've taken a whole bunch of uh, hits in return. Smash that big red button and take them with you. Go out in style. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Uh, a warlord detonating on catastrophic meltdown does a whole lot of damage. Yeah. <laughs> Another one uh, is for loyalists only. So if you ended up doing... Uh, mainstay of the Titan legions of becoming traitor, then you cannot use this. Great Crusade Titans. You add plus two to command checks for charges. Yay. Mm-hmm. You also count as having moved an extra six inches for the purpose of number of attacks. So you're already piling on an extra two attacks, even if you didn't actually charge that far. 
That's pretty good. That's a lot of extra attacks at plus one damage. Yep. Because when you're knife fighting, you're autom- you're when you're hitting someone in melee, you're getting that knife fighting bonus. Now imagine that's a two fist reaver uh-huh. running at somebody. Yep, it's a good time. Yep, I find that uh, for building a legio destructor titan, uh, fists and gatling cannons are real good. Gatling cannons are a fairly all rounder weapon. They're good at bringing down shields. They're good at doing damage. They come with ordnance, so you're re rolling ones on your penetration rolls. And especially terrifying if you pair it with that fist, because uh, it's plus one accuracy at close range. Mm-hmm. Which negates the uh, penalty you'll have for called shot with it, it. Indeed. Indeed. So you can either let it ride and then you know go in with your fist for your kill, or what you probably do, pick somewhere with the fist, because it's got the bigger strength, beat somebody around a little bit, and then let the Gatling do its thing with plus a couple on the damage track already, mm-hmm. finish them right off. Mm-hmm. And assert dominance. Mm. Assert dominance, yes. Teabag yep. your opponent. <laughs> That's exactly what my tiny knight did last game. Uh, <laughs> he was also teabagging yep. you. And Aww. on the note of that warlord that you switched out one of your titans for, uh, in Legio Destructor's Battle of Thermopylae, uh, one particular warlord stood out. Because it kept leaving the battle line to go do one-on-one fights with bloodthirsters. <laughs> <laughs> this warlord is the Doom Fiend. Uh, it has giant melta weapons, which unfortunately are not represented on warlords uh, as yep. of yet. Yep. Yep. Legio Sutervora. So you're going to take a fist and a macro Gatling blaster, and on top of your shoulders, you're going to put laser destroyers. Just walk up. Hope that nobody kills you, and even if they do, <laughs> if you didn't get any hits in, you didn't give up any points. And if they spent all their time focusing on your big, scary uh, Mike Tyson warlord, then uh, <laughs> guess what? You've still got reavers, knights, and hounds. Does he also bite ears off? He does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And solve mysteries. And solve Ooh, mysteries. Oh, yeah. And raise pigeons, or is it doves? Maybe both. Those homing pigeons, I thought. Now, racing, racing pigeons? Is there a difference between doves and pigeons? Yes. Anyways. Mm. Yeah, there's a difference. No. Pigeons are gross. They both got wings. Doves are peaceful, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> there's not a, there's not a whole town in Iraq <laughs> dedicated to stealing doves, I'll tell you that. Yep, it's true. But pigeons there is one for racing pigeons. Yeah. There we go. Yep. But that's all I've got for Legio Destructor, the Steel Beasts. Go out there, get some big deaths. Thanks, Steven. Mm. Thanks. Another awesome segment of Remember the Titans. Folks, thanks again for uh, listening tonight. This was a lot of fun. We had a good show. It was a long show. We're almost running an hour 20. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, first and foremost, we'd like to thank our patrons for supporting our podcast. You guys are crazy, and we love you. Starting with our Sergeant Tier, Duncan, Emily O'Hare, and Travis Smith, our Centurions, Angry Boy, Derek Knoll, M. Hernandez, Minis by Applesauce, Mark Henry, and John Christensen. And finally, our Praetor Tier. Whoop. Oh, yep. My, lost oh, you. you know, I should, I should remember it by heart now, but regardless, uh, Alex Self, Chris Mack, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Josh Phillips, and Matthew Boyce. You guys are awesome. Thank you all so much. And if you're interested in becoming a patron, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. And uh, let's see, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Remembrancers Retreat and rr30k podcast. 
Be sure to check out our website, rr30k.com, which has our Battlefleet Heresy Compendium. Still under construction in some places, but for the most part, it's it's there. Like it's You can find all sorts yep. of rules for heresy ships. If you have non-heresy ships, that's perfectly fine because we have experimental ship rules. Woo! Hooray! Just plug yeah. them in. Because remember, if you want to beat the shit out of somebody on a planet, you had to get there first. Mm-hmm. 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 True. If you got any questions on that, be sure to just uh, shoot us a Facebook message would be the quickest way to do it. Yep, we've got Road Trader stuff coming too, uh, don't we? Yep, yep. Big road fancy tra- Road Trader stuff. Hopefully the we'll whole have fleet, a, uh, Yeah, that, that, that's for next time. Yeah. That's for next time. We've gone long. That's for next time. Yeah, and um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't tout this as often as I should, but uh, you can leave us a voicemail at one nine two nine four three seven three seven nine one. That's one nine two nine heresy one did we ever get a voicemail? It's been a while. We got one from Last Rifle Gary. Oh, yes, so be the next person after next Last Rifle Gary. But to be fair, I think this you. is the first time we've mentioned it in like no. three months. It's true. I'm, I've I don't know. The last time I was on here, he might. I don't know. Anyways, but, um, call us. But yeah, I think Alex was the last one to send us mm-hmm. a message. And uh, oh. he may be coming to Nova. And uh, Alex, oh, if you come over. Awesome. It'll be so awesome. Yeah. We'd love to have you. Bring Every single one of us. We'll buy you a beer. You'll have so oh, many yeah. beers, but yeah. you have to drink them all at once. Yeah, you won't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Robbie, we, who will just give you free Skippy. That's what we got yeah, If you're coming from Australia, Australia, bring a small cup. You tell you what. Uh, yes. Yeah. Cover from Australia, Australia, or an empty oh, port man. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's, uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I will say this. Um, be sure. Wednesday night at Nova, we're going to be doing something again. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Prepare yourselves. Fun. We're also doing Battlefield Heresy at Nova. Yep. 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 I'm getting drunk. So oh, we're all going to do yeah, that, too. It's going to happen. Rest assured. <laughs> all right, folks. Anyways. Have a good night. Keep those dice rolling. And until next time, bye. Bye. bye.